Congratulations, Andrew, oh. on your big win. Yeah, it was so much fun. I've been, for those who don't follow me all over Instagram and see myself, I doubt it's, it seems so vain bodybuilding. So I, I, this was my second bodybuilding contest. Last weekend, I did much better than, um, really than I expected, and then much better than last year. And before we started, Julie's like, are you able to eat normal again? I'm like, no, I'm not because I'm doing another one. And today's the 27th we're recording this. Another one the first weekend of November. And then I qualified for the national level competition. So then that's in that's awesome. December. So that's really where you see like, like, are you good or not? Like the, at the national level. Because the regional, it's like who shows up, who doesn't show up. But it's, yeah, it's definitely a... It's a process. And my wife, Lindsay's like, is there more to lose? Like, do you have more body fat to lose? Yes. There's always like another layer, but like a pound would make a difference. Mm. Like versus if you're, say you're on a weight loss journey or whatever you're doing and you go, I have 20 pounds I want to lose and you lose two pounds. You might be like, okay, I'm not, there's no progress. But when you're going on stage, whatever, like a pound will make a difference because you're right next to someone else. And it's really like how we compare, I, I, I compare it to like, how you shop for a home. If you go and see one brand new home, you're like, this is amazing. It smells so good. There's 10 foot ceilings. Look at the bathtub, look at the shower, look at the kitchen. And then you see the next one and then it's, you're doing comparison. So it's all about how you're being compared. So by yourself, like for like the sport that I'm doing, everyone looks amazing, like should. And then you go next to someone else. And you're like, Ooh, okay. Like, I don't like that. Or I do like that. And it's all, you're being, you're, you're going on stage to be judged. And so our buyers are doing that too with our houses. Like, oh, like we did, was that last week? We had the uh, rapid com competitive analysis I, I threw on the spot. That was, I don't think it made it to the audio version, but the video version in DYC All Access, it made it there. And you look at one house, you're like, okay, that's pretty good. And then you see the next one, you're like, wow, that's that's much better. And it's actually lower cost. Okay. So it's all, it's all relative. But now my food is super, super boring, but... I've learned how to make it not terrible. So that's good. It's, yeah. It is bearable. Very. Does bearable. your family eat? Do they, do you cook your dinner and they cook their so dinner or are they eating kind of the same? They're eating whatever rice? they want. And I have this weird thing where I'm like, what do you guys want? I want like, I want to like make really good food for them. It's super bizarre. Oh, see, I think I that would be harder. It. I would be like. It's, it's almost like I'm getting to have it, but I'm not. It. Like, I'm like, oh, like a thing in the morning. I'm nice. like <laughs> making like homemade chicken mini biscuits. Like they're going to Chick-fil-A. Um, or dinner, I'm like, what do you guys want to make? Like, I'm like dreaming about having like, it's not even like binge food or like you're going crazy. It's just normal food that people wouldn't even think anything about. Um, yeah. But I, I I do the cooking and shopping with us, with our family. Like I've always, I've always done that. So it's, it's fairly easy to accommodate them. So yeah. what's going on with y'all? Halloween. It's coming Halloween is here. So yep. excited. We all have kiddos. Just excited. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep. Minor trick-or-treating. We just trick-or-treat in the neighborhood. My husband's going to oh, be nice. out of town for a work trip. So we'll probably just latch on to some neighbor <laughs> and follow them. That's usually what kind of happens. You kind of see people you know, and then you all end up in yeah. one big group. My oldest is 14, so he's about to kind of age Ooh. out of it. But he's still, he looks young and he still you wants want to candy. put on a, yeah, he's got a World War II soldier costume he wants to put nice. on. So I say go for it for Are another there year. What are the favorite candies in y'all's house? And then we'll jump into story time. M&M's and Hershey's okay. chocolate, oh. like plain, plain chocolate. Like this simple stuff. 
Sarah, mm-hmm. what about yours? Uh, Kit Kats and a hundred grand bars. Oh, okay. hundred grand yeah. surprises me. Kit Kats doesn't yeah. surprise me. But yeah. Yeah. Grand. My daughter loves Kit Kats. She would eat Kit Kats all day mm-hmm. if we let her, but my son likes the big some Kit Kats. nugget of caramel. Yeah. I'll go mm-hmm. through each one. The youngest, she's all about Smarties and Starburst mm-hmm. and like things like that. The middle one, anything sour or really he'll eat anything. And the yeah. oldest one is like caramel chocolate, anything with caramel in it or caramel. How do you pronounce it? I have no idea. Caramel. So did they trade? So it's they'll, tra- they'll trade. No one likes Reese's. Like they'll, oh, they'll just sit there like, do. that's my thing. Like I'll eat mm-hmm. Reese's all day long. They need to be in the refrigerator though. And refrigerator or microwave mm-hmm. it like a little bit so it melts. Oh. Yeah. Get the fresh ones. Um, like not fresh as in like get the, the holiday, like the seasonal ones. There's more, the ratio of peanut butter to chocolate is better. There's more peanut butter and they're newer. So then you get those. And then the older one, he also likes all the old school candy, like Charleston Chew or like things you'd be like, oh, my grandmother loves that. Oh, that's like weird. Like a bit of honey, like any of those. That's his jam. Yeah. Yeah. My, my son loves my Swedish son. fish too. I don't get it. I don't Ooh, like them. Go back and forth with it. Like you want yeah. a handful and then that's enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah at Not least for favorite. me. So, all right. Well, let's get started. Welcome to Market Proof Marketing, the podcast from the industry leaders at Do You Convert, where we talk about the current and future state of marketing and online sales for builders and developers across the globe. We're not here to sell you. We're here to help you and to try and elevate the conversation. Is there a topic you'd like us to cover or a question you'd like us to answer? We'll do it. Simply send an email to show at doyouconvert.com. Welcome to episode 245. I'm the ad doctor, Andrew Peak, And with us today is Sarah Simmerman and Julie Jarnigan. Hello. Hello. Hi. We are here. So exciting. Well, let's just jump into story time. Who wants to go first? I can go first. Yeah, perfect. So yesterday I got roped into going to a meet and greet for a school board candidate. And that's not, I'm an introvert. I do not like things like that. I was walking into a neighbor's house by myself, but she personally asked me to come, the lady who was hosting it um, for this candidate. But there were lots of teachers and parents there. And a lot of like their questions and issues with the school district all came back to the same thing, which was kind of autonomy. So, you know, like the, for example, the district hands down all the curriculum and the teachers have to use exactly that. And even if they need more time in reading, They don't really have time for it because they've got to go through all this or this. They know a better teachers might have done it a better way for years, but now they have to follow this. Or um, like another one was there's one IT guy over the district and he's the only one with admin privileges. So if anything breaks, nobody at the actual school can fix anything or change anything. It's this one guy at the district. So that was like what all the issues were. And it kind of came back to I've been hearing in our talks with builders recently, some of the same issues that are coming back to autonomy issues. So even if they're a big corporate builder and they have different branches, if they don't give those branches enough autonomy to actually do what's needed within their specific market, there's problems. Or even in a smaller builder, if you're a marketing director and you have a marketing coordinator under you, but then you're still trying to do everything yourself and you're not trusting them, So I think it comes back to hiring people you can trust, training them on not just the hows, but the why you're doing what you're doing so they have a full understanding, and then slowly giving them some flexibility to do things. It would be like if Andrew and Kevin told Sarah and I, 
you can only build this kind of ad because we know this ad works. And we're like, well, but we have this builder who has yeah. this thing and they might need this kind of ad, but then being like, nope, only this ad. And, you know, it just doesn't work. So I think it comes no. back to like trusting your people and giving them a little freedom I think, to do some things. Yeah, that trust. I, I, I always go like more aggressive with this and more like on the the extreme end. Like if you don't trust someone, say I'm, this is a marketing land, so I feel like I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm allowed to talk about this. If you don't trust a coordinator or, or whatever position, that person needs to go, right? Yeah. Like if you can't yeah. be like, all right, Julie's got it. I don't have to think about it anymore. Like if you don't have that level of trust that they're going to get it done, they'll get it done correctly. It's going to hit the level of excellence that you want. Either train, I think Mike says this, train them up or train them out or whatever, yeah. something around those lines. Like especially marketing, there's so many things that will go on. And there will always be a bottleneck. And you, if you're creating those bottlenecks on purpose because you can't trust someone, you're just making your own. You're, you're inhibiting yourself. You're inhibiting the results, leads, appointments, traffic. Like it's just, there's no positive. Yeah. Um, and like sad. the example with do you convert, which I just threw out there. That's a perfect example. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's also y'all are there for support. It's not like you were like, we're going to train you and then y'all are on your own. And I mean, we're still a team and you're there supporting us and helping us. And if we have questions, you know, we all come to each other for guidance. But yeah, I think you have to have some some independence. And I don't know if sometimes it's like a power thing. They don't want to give up control, but sometimes it's just like a, they don't want to change. You know, sometimes it's kind of the fear of change, not wanting to do the training yeah. and teaching and doing it a different way. I think that's hard. There's that, um, yeah. there's that book. Definitely listen to it. Don't read it. Uh, extreme ownership. Have y'all read mm -hmm. it or listened yeah. to it? Yeah. Definitely mm -hmm. listen to it. Cause you have Jocko and he's talking about this. He's like a Navy <laughs> seal, right? He's like, I yeah. kill people. I'm making light of that. That's the serious thing. <laughs> I mean, hopefully no one's offended, but ex Navy seal, super cool dude does all the speeches. You could probably just listen. If you don't want to listen to the whole book, I think listen to the whole book, but he calls the decentralized command. So you need that to happen um, even more so like, so we're fully remote. So we have to have that. There's no other mm -hmm. way we would function. There's still people that are the hybrid model, but you, you need that. People need to be able to function on their own, make their own choices and you have to trust them to make the right choices. So. Mm -hmm. And it can take time to train people correctly, yeah. but once you do, it will save you so much time over the it, long yeah. run. It is an investment yeah. training. Mm -hmm. That's for sure. Yeah. But yeah, it has to pay off. Sarah, what do you got? Yeah. So I am working with a builder. We're working to kind of bring more attention to their inventory homes for the last part of the year because they'll be ready to go by the end of the year. So I'm building their ads. So I know we talked about the display ads and hot test summit and probably in podcasts. So I'm building them and then looking at in analytics and realizing that their URL structure for their all of their inventory homes is kind of like all over the place. So on a lot of the cases, it has the community name and then the lot number. And then other times it's like a community name with just like some random uh, plan. So it just makes it very difficult to track these things in analytics. So making sure, I know I wrote a blog post a little bit ago about URL structure, but this is just another point. It just makes your life so much easier. Another saving time thing when you're looking at analytics, because you're half you either have to go back and forth between the website and analytics, copying that URL, or you just have to kind of know that it's, you can search by lot number and there you go. There's the data you need there. Definitely. Yeah. And I'll, I'll just piggyback yeah. on your story because I'm, I'm in the middle of finishing up quite a few data studio reports 
And so essentially how these reports are set up, they're for different regions or divisions, and we have to use filters based on the URLs. So exactly what Sarah's saying. So if fortunately mm-hmm. that this builder, everything is consistent. So the, the way I could create the, the URL filters is really, really simple, but I'm, I was just listening. I'm like, oh my goodness, that'd be a nightmare to create these data studio reports. And I'm comfortable in data studio. Sarah, you kill me in data studio reports <laughs> and the craziness you could do in there. I could not imagine if you're not comfortable creating data studio reports, dashboards, reports, and the URL structures all over the place, how much time it would take you on top of it being just a newer thing for you, which makes sense. Like us, do you convert? Like this is our world. Everything's digital. This is what we're doing all day long. If you're a marketer at a builder, and you're the one in charge of it, you're not making data studio reports all the time. So like the amount of reps or the frequency that you're getting in with, with creating that is definitely on the lower end. So it's going to take longer just because you're not familiar with it. There's no, there's no fault in that. It's just the way it works. So yeah, that is super, super important. But at the same time, so the point of my story is these are going to, the reports I'm making are going to save so much time for this builder as far as they're not having to look up things in analytics that they would normally look up manually every time, like Sarah talked about, like the analysis. So this, these are frequent things they're doing, frequent analysis that they do. The reports will support that process. So I'm, I'm excited for them. Like, oh, this, this saves, you know, 15, 20 minutes, which doesn't seem like much, but like, if you just click the button and it's right there, like there's no friction. You just, you're done. Like, boom, there's the numbers. I mean, versus like, oh goodness. Okay. It's 345. I'll be done at like 4.10. And then I have to do this, this. I need to leave early because traffic was really bad. There's a game. Like you might not do it until tomorrow. Life happens. And so if you could save 10, 15 minutes, I think all over the place, that's 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 the point. Like get, get, the, get the tools to use to do that to save the time. Yeah, especially so. if it's a report you want to look at every yeah, day. This would be like 15 minutes, 10 or 15 minutes every morning. It could make the difference between you actually checking it and not. Yes. You're like, yeah. And it's like, I have time to look at it. I have three minutes to just pull up this report and look at it before I run into my first meeting. Can make all the difference. That's what these will do. I'm excited for them. And I think this people putting the reports together is the kind of task that they keep putting off (laughs) and not getting done. So it's like one of those things like you need to put on your calendar for a Friday afternoon. I'm blocking off this amount of time to sit down and figure out how to build this because it's going to be worth it in the end. It's just one of those things you're like, "Eh, I'll do it later and it's worth it. Or yeah, Thanksgiving week, like depending on what, if I'm taking time off, take time off, truly take time off. But usually that week, it's a little bit quieter. And then of course, leading into after I say the second week of December, it's like, okay, the year's done. Like our model homes might be closed or open. It'll be interesting to see how it compares this year versus say last year and the year before, like what, what everyone's doing for model homes. We might, we might need to do a poll on that. Um, Or just, are they adjusting hours to just like, okay, it's the end of the year. This is what we do every year. I'm just thinking back to like when I started in the industry, I'm like, Kevin, is this normal? Like, it's like the second week of December and they're, close this, we're shifting ad budgets, all this sort of thing. But yeah, I'm like, oh, cool. This is nice. And prior to that, I was you know, on my own. And then I did e-commerce. You're go, go, go until like the 21st, it's like the shipping window. Then it's like, okay, we can breathe. And then it's all the, the support afterwards for orders and everything. So perfect. Well, that's it for story time. And now a quick word from our supporting partner, Open Door. Open Door partners with home builders across the country in over 2,000 sales offices and has helped generate more than 4 billion in new construction home sales. 
As a builder sales associate, you can provide a flexible close date to help customers avoid double moves and mortgages by closing anytime from 14 days to nine months and offer a complimentary two-day late checkout from their current home to help alleviate the stress of moving. Go to opendoor.com slash deconvert to learn more about how you can partner with Opendoor. And on to the news. This first one, Julie, you talk about this. You could do some self-promotion. <laughs> this is this is all you. Okay. Well, uh, NAHB asked me to be a part of a, they call it a shop talk and they're calling it branding yourself. So I'm going to be on there with a couple of other ladies, um, Courtney Stewart from Denim Marketing and Erica Lockwood um, from Joseph Chris Partners. So I'm just going to be talking about um, content. I'm going to be talking about kind of how to get started and where to prioritize your content, when to hire somebody to help you, what you can do yourself, digital tools that are pretty easy to use to do some digital content. So I'm excited about it. I think it'll be fun. I think we're just going to have somebody kind of ask us some questions and go through things and it'll be interactive on Zoom. So I think we'll probably put the Zoom, there's a like a Zoom link to sign up for it. Yeah. It's on November 8th, I think 2 p.m. Eastern, but we'll put the link in there. So if you want to come join us and hear us talk about content and branding yourself, should be fun. Yeah, should be good. And um, yeah. I believe Erica, if I remember correctly, yeah, she's with, uh, they're like a recruiting firm. Oh, okay. Executive search. So that is perfect. If you, if you think that could be coming up soon, in mm -hmm. your career, <laughs> yes. a change of some sort. And then Courtney Stewart, I believe she does marketing and denim. And then, of course, yep. our own Julie on um, branding and content. So yeah. nice little it's panel fun to, to get together. Yeah, to get some different, you know, different perspectives for different things. I think we're all talking about something slightly different. So get a lot of different viewpoints. Very cool. And it, there's yep. no cost, right? It's free. No, no, okay. free. Perfect. <laughs> all right. And the next one from businessinsider.com. I don't like these. If you're considering <laughs> buying or selling a home, you might want to wait until next year. It's a terrible I'll, headline. I'll say why I don't like those. Because over time, anyone sees headlines of any sort, you're kind of like, well, that's the truth. That's the truth. That's the truth. I won't go into, is this the truth or not the truth? But it could be any topic whatsoever. We just skim the headlines. We see enough of it on Facebook. We believe like, oh, that's that's probably true. So what, what did y'all get zero from this? context. I mean, yes. you're just seeing the headline with no context to go with it. You might want to wait, but I mean, there's, yeah, there's maybe you wait, maybe you don't wait. What, what did y'all think about this? I think the biggest thing is, like you said, with the headline is you just have to be aware that your potential buyers are seeing headlines like this all the time. So there is going to be, it kind of builds on that uncertainty that people are having. So knowing that these articles exist and maybe creating content, um, as I'm sure Julie will talk about in her seminar, but creating content around kind of building confidence and helping kind of ease some of that uncertainty there. But we're going to be seeing those interest rates and inflation for, for a little bit now. Yeah. So, yeah. And that's the point. They wanted this, the feds. Like that's, mm -hmm. it's not like it's like, I think there's perception that like, oh my goodness, mortgage rates are out of control. And there's just, it's like a runaway train and it's like, there's no one actually steering. Do you steer trains? You don't steer trains. You, you go faster <laughs> or slower, right? I think, well, you might, I don't know, never, not a train director. What is that? I have no idea. But yeah, it, it is interesting. I think that is the, I don't know if I've seen many builders lean into counteracting the objection of this. Like, what do you do with interest rates? Not, I'm not, I don't mean incentives. I mean, like just publicly talking about it 
with a blog post or any type of content. I'm sure in the, with the sales agent, they're talking about this. Like, yeah, it might've been a Brian from Abrazo where he said, and I stole it from, I put on Instagram a while ago. He's like, you marry the home, you date the rate. So, but then the other challenge, and this is what the article brings up is just the affordability. Like that is great. But if you can't like, if if it doesn't hit, hit your debt to ratio, your income, all this sorts of thing, that doesn't really matter. You can't refinance in a couple of years and get the home at, say, a lower cost now because things are slightly coming down and then change your rate in a couple of years. Like you still need to get to get in. But then there's tons of people that they have to make a choice. They're renting yeah. or they're buying. Their lease is up. Maybe their lease is going up. Although now I don't know. If, have you all seen this? The news on Airbnb, people that own Airbnbs are now listing them for rent, long-term rentals. Mm-hmm. So then rentals are allegedly going down. And part of that, I don't know how often y'all Airbnb, that's Airbnb, that's that's a mouthful, but they've got more aggressive with like the cleaning fees and the service fees. Mm-hmm. You might as well stay at a hotel. Yeah. Where you yeah. don't, you're not like on a random street somewhere. Like, you know, it's safe, you know, it's comfortable the hotel. I mean, and so that, I think they got a little too aggressive. And so then they're, you know, not being booked as often because a hotel is now the, the better value versus Airbnb for a while was the value. You get better location, premium location, and you're right there. It's a whole house for you. So that that would be interesting if what rental rates do decrease, say, month over month over month. Yeah. I think there was nothing, like, brand new in this article that we don't all know because we've been living it. Like, yes, we know that interest rates are going up. Yes, we know that um, monthly payments are difficult for our home buyers yet. So I think more than anything, it's just... This is what your home buyers are reading. So you just have to be prepared to speak around these things and give them extra certainty um, when they're making a decision. You know, you've got to make them comfortable. Yeah. And they still like if they're if they're selling their home, then they they're still likely pulling quite a bit of equity they could put down to get their mm-hmm. you know, to get their mortgage. Yep. Get their monthly payment down. Yeah. So go check that one out. Although I'm sure you've read everyone's read similar, similar ones. <laughs> And the next one from searchengineland.com, Google search study, 25.6% of desktop, 17.3% of mobile are zero click. Does everyone know what zero clicks means? So essentially you search, you don't click anything, you refine your search, then you click. Or I was thinking of it as if Google gives you the answer and you don't even need to click into it. So if I search for the store, like, in the neighborhood to see if it's open. I'm like, oh, they open at nine. I don't need to click on their website because Google already gave me the answer to my question. Is that also a zero click? Technically not. Zero would be the the refinement. Um, So zero is only if you research. Yeah, it'd be like a re, it'd be a re, a re, a research. Yeah. A re, <laughs> a re dash search. search. Correct. Yeah. Because the theory has been like, oh, Google is stealing content from your site to put it onto like the Wikipedia snippet might answer your question like Andrew Peak age. Although I'm not going to pull up because I don't have a Wikipedia, but <laughs> who, you know, Tom Cruise age and it's right there. And it's like 57. I don't know how old he is. We'll pretend yeah. he's 57. It's right there. So there's, there's no click. So they could get the answer if it's displayed, but if they click on anything, then it's not a zero click. But the theory is that Google stealing clicks from you. But then this study shows there's actually quite a bit of, of the researches that are going on, which I think makes sense. And we, we kind of see that with how people are searching new homes, Tampa, 
They're like, oh, shoot, that's too broad. Or Orlando or whatever, Atlanta. Like, I actually need to go deeper. Okay, I'll put in Alpharetta or Tampa, maybe Riverview or Seminole Heights, whatever actual submarket it may be, even though they're not clicking. So, like, the search volume might be attractive. You're like, all right, what SEO, what keywords do we go after for SEO? You're thinking the big market words. Well, 25% of those are not actually being clicked on because they realize, like, oh, that's too broad or that's not actually what I'm looking for. That estimated search volume you'd get from ranking for those keywords is substantially lower. It's interesting. I mean, it's it's a go read it. There's a lot of other linked articles in it, which are really interesting. But I think it's just understanding that search behavior is the important part as far as people are always refining, refining. And you do it too. Like just watch your own behavior on your own. That kind of brings up another point. When we're making decisions on, let's say you want to run root, you want to, you want to run YouTube ads or any other ad platform, and it's something newer. I think we forget that like, oh, we're on those ourselves. Or if you're considering like, hey, let's invest in this. Let's do TikTok ads. And you're not on TikTok. Like, I'll call you out. Like, go on TikTok. What? Like, it's like, oh, I we want to cook that food, but I don't want to eat it. Like, what do you mean? Like, you have to eat it. Like, if you want to cook it. Well, isn't so that what you're doing? Cooking know, the food and not eating what? it right I now? Know. Well, I, might, <laughs> I might sample a little bit just to make sure it's good. But like, it's, it's a similar thing. So you'd be really familiar with it if you just like observe yourself. Like, oh, when I search for something, let's say, so here, example, we're talking about food, get me excited. The contest I'm doing next weekend is in, is in Orlando. We've all been to the Builder Show in Orlando. Orlando is horrible, right? In my opinion, because you're all on I-4. The traffic is crazy. You have theme park traffic. It's nuts. So I'm like, okay, best restaurants, Orlando. Well, that's like a hundred mile radius. Best restaurants, Phillips, Dr. Phillips or Winter Park or whatever. So then I have to go more refined. Like, oh, well, what kind of food do I actually want? Oh, I need to have a midnight reservation or 11 o'clock reservation because it's late. So I'm like not clicking on anything because I realized like, oh, that's like Orlando is huge. So we, we do it ourselves. We just have to observe like what we're doing um, on our own. Yeah. And it's yeah. kind of obvious, but they said that um, people don't spend very much time like reading the search results and studying them. Like, they, I mean, we all do it. You glance at yeah, it. Glance. Pick one. <laughs> we're kind of trained. Yeah, we're trained to quickly find what we want, but also... Mm-hmm quickly know what we don't want. It's like, and I think that depends mm-hmm. on the age group too. Like yes. our spam meter maybe like, which is, so I'm, I'm 33. My grandmother's 85. Maybe once a week. She's like, should I, what do I do with this? And she'll <laughs> send like a text message. And it's like a screenshot of like an email she gets. And it's like LT eight, nine zero at Verizon support yeah. Click here to update your credit card. I'm like, no, that's spam. Like, <laughs> like no questions asked. But for her, that that isn't there. So I think our search behavior, just you're so familiar with it. You know, like, don't click on that. Don't click on that. I don't want it. Like something is just autom- automatic in our brain that we don't want that search result. Okay. On to the next one from NPR. I, this might be the first time we've had an NPR article. NPR.org. Meta reports another drop in revenue in a rough week for tech companies. This was yesterday, and then Meta today is down 20-something percent, their stock, which has been fun to watch. I'm like, ooh, is it value, or is it going to get worse? I think it's going to get worse. But essentially, it, it highlights Mark's overinvestment in the Metaverse. Yeah. Yeah, which I, he's going all in. 
He's going all in. He's going all in. Only time will tell if he's right. But the, was it Horizons, I think? So Carson, my oldest, he has a Quest 2. Kevin just bought a, is it the Quest Pro? Yeah, Quest Pro. I think it's Quest Pro. Yeah, so a bit higher price point. Talking to him about it, it's it's much more comfortable. Like, it makes more sense. But the Quest 2 is still comparable. Um, using that in the Horizon world is like, why? What's the point? I don't, I just, I feel like, do y'all remember that movie Big with Tom mm-hmm. Hanks? Okay. Yeah. He's in the mm-hmm. board meeting. They have like a robot. It's like a building that turns into a robot. I don't know why I remember this because I was like five years old when this is what we watched. He's like, I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it. I think it sort of falls into that. Um, for me, at least. That's just my opinion. I think there's other people that do get it. I'd see the potential, but in this current state, you're like, how much was this? Are you are you kidding me? Like this? Okay. How many yeah. people are employed working on this? What did y'all get out of the article? It also said in there that, I mean, people don't know exactly, but they said they think like two thirds of the revenue comes from small businesses. So as like the economy gets more difficult, inflation, all those things, then I just, people don't have that extra money to like, hey, let's try out some Facebook ads, you know, those small businesses. So that's also giving them a hit. Privacy stuff is probably not helping because you can't target as much as you used to could. So I think they're getting hit from from multiple directions right now. Yeah. Yeah. I know that privacy stuff is giving a big hit to their um, advertising revenue, especially with like e-commerce and stuff, because you just can't target the way you could before. So it might make sense to advertise somewhere else rather than on Facebook for different portion of your budget. But yeah. Yeah. The revenue dropped from 29 billion to 27.7. Um, so pretty That's big still hit. a lot of revenue. If <laughs> you compare it to Google, Google was 54.5. Um, they went down from 56.3, excuse me, to 54.5. Um, then YouTube went down slightly. Yeah, you, you kind of forget about small business. And that sounds... So I, I would say builders are not... I think small business, I'm thinking I'm driving down the road. I see there's that restaurant. I see 100 to $500 a month ad budgets, but not like, oh, we're going to spend that every month. But like someone's like... Oh, that's a great picture we took of a new Mexican restaurant just opened across the street, slammed since day one, which is crazy. Like, it kind of shows a good product is really the most important thing. The location is so-so, like it's next to a Save-A-Lot. I don't know if y'all are familiar with Save-A-Lot, but it's, you have like normal grocery stores, say Publix, we're down here in the South. Then maybe you have like Aldi might be underneath that. And then you have like Winn-Dixie. I don't like Winn-Dixie. And then you have like save a lot like no one wants to go save a lot some people are going to get really mad at this That's, list i think yeah <laughs> tell me tell me <laughs> the list tell me what the order is <laughs> point no, being I it do is a, love aldi i do love aldi yeah <laughs> yeah aldi aldi has special things right there's certain things i'd buy from each one but the point being is that that shopping center is definitely like budget low tier low leases like it's not what you'd expect yeah. like a good restaurant to be in as like you pull up to the place and you're like, this is actually really nice. You walk in, you're like, wow, they did a good job. Well, they have like 18 other restaurants throughout Florida. Um, El Jalisco's is the Mexican restaurant. So I, I envision they might spend $500 a month just out of like, oh, we did a really good job on that plating and it looks great. Let's boost it for 50 bucks. Let's do this. Let's do this. And then slowly, I think that's what they're highlighting. I would be curious. Like, like how if the much randomness is, is just, 
Yeah, mm-hmm. just I think it's just people like they're on their phone and it's someone that has their card attached to it. And it's just like, oh, do $50, $20, $100. Like it's just random mm-hmm. randomness versus like yeah. them working with an agency. And then as they things get tighter, they're thinking about like, oh, we let go of one server because we were a little bit slower. I'm not going to hit that button anymore. Like it's very casual decision making, I think, for the yeah. small business owner. Um, Which speaking of that, they said that they're going to slow hiring, which please don't slow the hiring on the support. I just need to tweak it. We need more and better support from Facebook, not less. I know. You think they would listen. We, yeah, this is, this, this, okay. It's a podcast. We're actually going pretty quick today. Yeah, we're kind of going down a rabbit hole. Yeah. If they got rid of all the marketing, what do they call them? Marketing experts? Specialists. Specialists. And just had legitimate people that can help versus try to sell. We'd be supported better. We'd probably want to spend more because we would actually get legitimate help and and they would have more revenue. But instead, I think they put these people in positions to help you to try to get you to spend more mm-hmm. versus actually truly help. They need, yeah. some, they need some sales training. They need, yeah. they need solution <laughs> providers, yeah. not, not people it's trying people to sell. people who have no power to help you. Like, Correct. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you're just a number, which is I kind of get, kind of don't get. But when you're losing revenue, you think like we can't have any issues with accounts being accidentally mm-hmm. disabled because, yeah. for example, a credit card was declined because it probably hit a daily spending limit, not any insufficient funds or anything like that. Then the ad accounts disabled. Like that's crazy. Like yeah. that's nothing to do with any policies or anything. It's just charge it the next day. Like Google. So Google has that part figured out. Like you rarely will see a Google account get suspended. And if it is, it's, the ones that I have seen had have issues. None of the builders we work with. Yeah. They're in, it's very intentional doing some really shady stuff. Um, yeah. And then it, yeah. you're like, okay, they deserve it. Get them out of here. We don't, we don't want spam. If, if they say verify your information, you do need to do it. Oh, they yeah. will pause everything if you don't. So if you get that email, don't ignore it. <laughs> yeah. Verify, verify. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Google. Yeah. Great. Perfect. I think that is it for this week. Well, thanks we, for li- Oh, we have another one. We didn't do our current favorites. That's the new, oh. um, we have a new, I, I always forget what's yeah. your, what is your current favorite? <laughs> Do you what not have, your... um, yeah, I, if I came up with one, we have to share them. <laughs> we can't skip it. I could go. M- mine is, um, the speechify app. It's called speechify, speechify. and it's okay. anything. It will, um, turn text to speech. So say hmm. there's a long article that you don't have time to read, but you're about to drive in the car and you want it to read it to you. Or I use it a lot for editing things because it's hard if you've read something a million times to not catch things. But if something's reading it out loud to you, you can catch missing words and things. There's a free version. If you pay for it, it's an actually nice sounding voice and not so it doesn't sound so much like a robot voice. Y'all know I'm cheap. So I'm just using the cheap version right now, but you can do the paid version. And it also, it automatically like puts, um, yeah, you have to use the English accent. I don't know why. Yeah, that sounds more intelligent. <laughs> exactly. There's a, you can also on your Safari, it'll have a little button that you can hit. To, it'll read you the, the web page. I thought that was annoying because the little play button always got in the way. So I turned it off. But anyway, it's helpful if you edit or if you're in the car a lot and, you know, people are sending you things. You don't have time to read the whole thing. Makes That's sense. Mine. Sarah, current favorite thing. My current favorite thing, I, it's probably going to have to be the weather. 
So I'm in Phoenix. So everywhere else is getting cold, but it's finally like a reasonable temperature to do stuff (laughs) outside here. So I can go hiking. I'll probably go hiking like every weekend now through March. So I'm excited for that. So I won't melt out in the middle of the desert. Yeah. I'm just don't have to walk before sunrise with my dog. I can actually go in the afternoon. So it's awesome. Definitely my favorite thing right now. Nice. I'd say my favorite thing. Yeah, our weather down in Florida definitely is is optimal. My favorite we've been talking about food or I'm thinking about food all the time. One of the two. I feel like we talk about food. <laughs> so the Market Proof Marketing Academy is in a couple of weeks. It's sold out. So I can't this is not promoting it because there's no tickets. Um, but there is this at the venue that we have it, they have this giant, like they call it the public market, but essentially think there are, I think, 18 different food stalls. And then like four of those 18 different restaurants, but they're mostly food stalls, say like 20 feet wide. And then like they're smaller things, but there's also like bigger restaurants there. There's one there, I think it's called 1905 Grays or something like that. They have these sweet potato waffle fries. Julie, I think I sent mm. a picture of these two. Mm-hmm. They're slightly sweet with a little bit of spice. And then there's like this marshmallow stuff drizzle on it with cinnamon in it. It is, they're ridiculous. If we do the Mark Roof Marketing Academy next year, that's a reason enough to, to <laughs> if we do it in person next year at the same venue, that's a reason to go just to get these, yeah. these fries. So if go they come to Tampa, are you going to be able to there. eat them? I'll have to have one. I mean, they're okay. like, I'm never over. It's like 45 minutes from the house. Like we're over that way. They're so good, but that's, that's like the type of, it's so good. You could just sit there and like, just keep eating it because it's like sweet, salty. So at least to me, like if it's sweet and salty, that food doesn't fill me up versus if it's sweet, like I'm good with one cookie. Like I don't need another one, but it's being salty. Keep going. So that's my current favorite. Come down to Tampa. I'll buy them for you if you're in town and it fits my schedule. (laughs) Put that disclaimer in there. Hey, I'm in town. It's Sunday at like midnight. Not going to make it. All right. Well, that's it for this week. Thank you for listening. Be sure to send your industry-related questions to show at doyouconvert.com and we'll touch on them in our next episode. Have a good one. Bye. Bye. Market-proof marketing is proudly supported by Opendoor. Visit opendoor.com forward slash doyouconvert to learn how you can partner with Opendoor to increase certainty, speed, and ease for your home buyers. All opinions expressed by me, Andrew Peake, Jackie Lipinski, and our castmates are solely our own opinions. View hundreds of articles, videos, and more for free at doyouconvert.com. It's also the best way to find out how to connect with us on social networks or in real life. Now get to work and make sure your company is market-proof.